Yeah, well, I think it's probably a third of sports media. It's, you know, debating, debating going for it on, on fourth down. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Arcube Sports Business Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about going for it on fourth down. In the current climate, uh, we just had the Green Bay Packers play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, we know the outcome of that. Tom Brady won again. Aaron Rodgers lost again. But there's a question of whether the Packers should have gone for it on fourth down. And again, there's a big debate. If this takes up sports radio, they love debating this. Uh, should he have gone for it? Shouldn't he have gone for it? He was so close to the goal. What about the time? What about the timeouts? What if I told you you should always go for it on fourth down? I'm going to try to make that case here, and I will have some uh, documents uh, posted in this uh, description, some papers, some further reading, uh, in case I don't totally convince you, but maybe kind of whet your appetite to research a little further yourself. And I think getting this conversation out there, getting it out there uh, as cover kind of uh, for coaches to be able to make this decision, uh, we might see it happen more often. And maybe in the end, it makes football a little more high scoring and a little more interesting. Maybe not. So let me start with this. Before I go into potentially scenarios that you'd find in a football game, in case there's people that are not totally well-versed in football, uh, in NFL football, in American football, um, I will start instead with a very overarching kind of anecdotal tale. So there's a school in, in I, I should first mention, a lot of this comes from a book called Scorecasting by Tobias Markowitz, uh, John Wertheim, Wertheim, which I will post a link to in the description here. So, so th- this conversation sp- spawns from that. And even some of the additional source material spawns from that. But like I said, with the Aaron Rodgers thing just happening and and hearing this endless debate, which probably takes up, you know, a half of sports radio during during the football season is should they have gone for it? Shouldn't they have gone for it? It it becomes a bit mind numbing and you hear it over and over again. So I wanted to kind of put this out now before the Super Bowl, right after this Packers game is, is fresh in everyone's mind. But a lot of that material comes from the scorecasting book. And so, again, I will post a link below in the description. Okay, so enough of that to begin. There's a high school in Arkansas, Pulaski High School. It's a private high school, and they always go for it on fourth down. They have an uncanny ability to win state championships. They, since 2003, I think they've won eight state championships. It's rare that they lose a game and they're not necessarily, they don't necessarily have a recruiting advantage. They're private school, uh, but they, they win at a really incredible rate and they always go for it on fourth down. Their coach, uh, Kelly, always goes for it on fourth down. And according to their website, Coach Kelly is 191, 27 and 1 in his time as coach there. And again, believes religiously, you should always go for it on fourth down. Now, that's something to consider, right? There's this highly successful school that always goes for it on fourth down. Let's set that aside. Now, let's go back to the Packers game or to an NFL game and let's do kind of a theoretical, again, no math, just kind of a theoretical thing. Let's take an extreme scenario. You're backed up against your own two-yard line. 
and you've just sort of failed on a third down play. Conventional wisdom would be to punt. Well, when you punt away, you're going to average 30, 40 yards, something like that. You're going to kick it to, to another player on the opposing team. They could potentially run it back. All, all kinds of mayhem can ensue. But let's say they run it back a small, small gain, and now they're at the 30. They're, they're 30 yards away from scoring. They're effectively in field goal range, and they're very close to being able to score. Also, consider the clock. The clock really hasn't moved, and then they receive the ball at this 30-yard line. Now let's say you go for it on fourth down, and you fail. You don't get any yards, just as an example, and they're at the two-yard line. Well, now they're at the two-yard line. They can kick a field goal, just like they basically could at the 30, or they can attempt to get into the end zone. Now, they're going to go through this attempt to get in the end zone, and let's say they do get in the end zone. So a small amount of time has passed. They're in the end zone. They score. Now you get the ball back. Or let's say they don't get in the end zone, right? So now a small amount of time has passed. They don't get in the end zone. They kick the field goal. Now let's go back to that original scenario where you punted the ball. They're on the 30-yard line. They go to try to score. A large amount of time could come off the clock as they go to to the end zone, as they make a drive to the end zone. That's a scenario. Takes time that you don't have the ball or the ability to score. Puts your defense on the field for a long time. And then they score. Sometimes passed, and you get the ball back. Or they don't score, they take a lot of time, and they kick the field goal. Which, again, is the same scenario you were in if you didn't make it on fourth down, except more time has gone off the clock, and more possession has been held by your opponent. And that's the worst scenario, right? The worst scenario is you you give the ball back, theoretically, really close to the other team scoring. And then they would just, oh, they're on the two-yard line, they're going to score. But again, you have to consider the clock. You have to consider the outcomes, the range of outcomes. And again, I'm not going to go into the statistics here. I'm, I am going to post uh, the, the actual paper by David uh, Romer so you can see, okay, what percentage of times uh, does a team you know, what, what's the average, say, punt distance? What percentage of times does that team score from that, from that uh, location? Or teams across the NFL, what percentage of time do they score there? And that, and that kind of thing. So it, it will be backed up in those numbers. But again, I'm just trying to develop the framework. We've got a team in Arkansas, a high school team that's extremely successful and has been extremely successful for decades, always going for it on fourth down. All opponents now know they always go for it on fourth down, and yet, they're still 191, 27, and 1. Then you've got a scenario where you're backed up on your own two, and you start to think about punting or and leaving your defense out there or kind of ripping the Band-Aid off and seeing if they score or not and then getting the ball back and being able to go down the other way. And to just help illustrate a little further, if you think about, and again, no math, if you, if you think about having four downs versus three downs, and you know that you have the four downs, 
you could begin to change and sort of open up the playbook. You could have a, a running play on a, on a third and long that you might not be able to have originally, and then a throwing play on fourth, or you could have a, a running play early and then throwing play, throwing play, another running play. You, you have, literally, you have more downs to work with. You have four downs to work with as an offense instead of three. And if you convert the fourth down, you know, depending on the yardage, you know, 30% of the time, 40% of the time, 50, 60, 70% of the time, but you always have four downs to work with, statistically, mathematically, you're going to have a lot more inventory on offense to work with. And then as I mentioned before, your defense is now, has a very specific job. They have a lot of rest and they work on stopping that other team. So you can see it's not, it doesn't sound quite as bad as you might think. Okay, so we've got those two things. Now let's bring in another example that kind of illustrates potentially the reasons that people don't go for it on fourth down, even if something like David Romer's paper, the scorecasting book were to come out. Again, let's kind of discuss why you might not go for it. So, and again, this example I'm about to discuss is in this scorecasting book. So this is right from the book. If you want to read that book, I'm going to put the link below. But when you, and, and, and Charlie Munger has a great uh, speech, I'll include that as well, the psychology of human misjudgment. But one of the things that, that's mentioned in the scorecasting book is you've got a coach who's trying not to get fired. You've got owners and fans who want to win at all costs. They can't get fired. The coach can get fired. So the coach wants to win, sure, because as you win, you retain your job and you, you get more job security, et cetera, et cetera. But every coach is really a few years away from being on the hot seat. You know, you can see it in college at the highest level. You see it in the NFL. A coach wins the Super Bowl and a couple of years later, the, the fans are getting them, want them out of there. So every coach is very close to being on the hot seat. And bucking conventional wisdom, which is to punt on uh, on third down basically 90% of the time or whatever, if you buck that conventional wisdom and it doesn't work, you've got a problem. If you don't buck that conventional wisdom and things don't work or you have a certain record, then you know fans can live with that. It's the, you know, you don't want to take risk, you know, on something that's against the conventional wisdom, because if it doesn't pay out, you know, the fans will have your head kind of a thing. And so one of the great examples uh, from this book is Bill Belichick. When Bill Belichick was at the Browns, he was clearly didn't have great job security. He was let go. Him and Nick Saban were both on that staff and were let go. And when he was on the Browns, he went for across his whole time at the Browns, he went for it on fourth down one in seven times. So he gets hired at the Patriots and we all know kind of how that went, right? And when you look at how often he goes for it on fourth down as a Patriots coach, and specifically after those first three Super Bowls with Brady, it goes down to one in four. One in four times he goes for it on fourth down. Now, if you take away in-game situation. So when he was at the Browns, he was behind and trailing and in these desperate situations. If you just take the first three quarters, the Browns number swells from one and seven to one and 11. So one in, one in every 11 fourth down opportunities, he went for it. And yet the Patriots one stays at one and four. 
So Bill Belichick, the kind of ultimate uh, secure coach, has the ability to go for it more often. And from a statistical perspective, that actually gives him a better chance to win. And it's discussed in the book, a great example of him going for it on fourth down and it not working and the media just lighting into him. And it's a great example that even a coach like Belichick, who has all this job security, if he goes for it on fourth down or doesn't go for it on fourth down or whatever, he gets all this scrutiny. And I think that that can be underestimated, that a coach does not want to lose going for it on fourth down. But one of the key factors, and I think I kind of want to make this point, is that in any statistical, probabilistic game that you are playing, you have to implement a strategy for those numbers to play out. So if you sometimes go for it on fourth down when you think you need to or you think it makes sense or you think you should, but you're not implementing a specific mathematical strategy, you might not get the benefits. So if you're playing blackjack and you're, you're going to hit on a certain number, but you sometimes hit above it and sometimes don't hit below it, you're not going to have the same results that the model predicts. And so I think one thing to consider is if you want to implement as a coach, if you want to try it, maybe you try it one season, maybe you try it one game, always go for it on fourth down. Because you're going to, and and Kelly has mentioned in interviews that he's had, it's not just the statistics. It it kind of it also throws everybody else off. The players have more fun playing. The defense gets excited because they have to make this big stop, and then they get to go sit and rest for a long time. All of those other factors. But I think even from a statistical perspective, if you're going to go for it, go for it all of the time, because then you're going to reap the most benefits from those additional plays. So if you want to want to go for it on fourth down more often, most likely that will help you. But you could fall victim to situational issues or you could fall victim to hey, I went for it on the last fourth down and it didn't work. So now I'm not going to go for it on the next one. Well, the next one may be the one that you should have gone for it on. And the previous one not working was just one of the you know, say 30% chance that it didn't work. Because again, with any of these sort of probabilistic models, it's not 100%. So when you, something doesn't work, you can't just use that previous result, obviously. And again, I, I, I want to stress, this is, this is intuitive and this is something that everyone, it's a mistake that everyone makes, me included, me probably more than anybody. So I'm not like preaching. I'm just saying from a From a probabilistic statistical model, you must sort of obey the model to get the best results. If you start getting in and saying, well, in this situation, I'm not going to do it, or in this situation, it didn't work well before, if you know from the model and from your calculations that it will work, then bigger percentage of the time, then it won't work, then you need to do it. Because even if, say, it's it's something that's going to, you know, 70% of the time give you a better outcome. There's times where it won't give you the better outcome and potentially give you a worse outcome and you might lose that game that you may have won, you know, if you didn't do that. But then going into the next game, you've got to be careful about saying, well, the previous game, it didn't work. It won't work this game. If again, if the numbers bear out that you should do it, you should do it as representative by the model. And I think 
I'll just say this too, kind of another just to riff here. It's like trucking, you know, in the trucking industry, you've got people that sort of refuse to look at aerodynamics. And it's like, you know, gas is a huge cost here. And of course, they're getting more and more efficient trucks. But one of the biggest things, if you if you look at aerodynamic models and drag, is a truck going 80 miles an hour, barreling through the the uh, the wind is using a lot of gas. And if you as a trucking company worked towards those aerodynamics in a really aggressive way, most likely you'd have a competitive advantage in the long haul trucking industry. Because if you if anyone knows you drive on the highway, you see these trucks, it's like it's like this poor feeble attempt at aerodynamics. There's like one extra little fin that's falling off, that's broken on a truck, you know, that's it. If you really said, look, no, every truck and every trailer is going to look like this. And then we're going to long haul drive with those aerodynamic trucks. Now, around the city, not a big deal. Again, you know, if you're driving 20 miles an hour, the drag is, is exponentially less, less important than if you're driving 60 or 70 or 80 miles an hour, or let's say 70. So I think it's similar with this. If you're a coach and there's potentially some issues or potentially you'd like to win a few more games, there might be an opportunity, especially in the short term, for some arbitrage on going for it on fourth down. Now, again, this was just a brief discussion, not a lot of numbers. I'm going to put those below, but it's just to kind of get the juices flowing and get thinking about it. I may do some future podcasts with uh, maybe have some of these people on as guests to sort of delve into it more deeply. But I just wanted to put this out here as we've just had this Packers game. We're going into the Super Bowl. I think everybody needs to think about going for it more on fourth down. You might just find you win a little bit more. Thank you and have a great day. 